Hi, welcome to The Bug Plug, a podcast about all things insects, arachnids, arthropods, creepies, and crawlies. I'm Kaylee, and today we're learning about the golden digger wasp. So, hi, I'm here. Um... You know, I mentioned my surgery to you guys like a week after I knew about it, and the fact that I still haven't had it, (laughs) it's a little ridiculous. Um, Probably not a good example of the American healthcare system, but also kind of a great example of that. So anyway, still here, no surgery. And I have other terrible news. (laughs) It's not funny. Uh, The giant orb weaver is gone. I came back from my work thing this past week, and she wasn't there. The small one on my front porch is also gone. I'm not sure if a bird got them, or like, I have a ton of lizards that live in my yard, or there's that new frog that I really love. Whatever the reason, the spiders are gone. Dang, I'm very upset. I was looking forward to seeing them when I came home, but, you know, it is what it is. In nature, you know, spiders probably aren't meant to last forever. Um, I am upset about it, though. But, I do like seeing the lizards and frogs, so, like, I can't have everything. Um, right now my TikTok for you page is 80%, like, plants and bugs, so I get a lot of topic inspiration on there, and this one has been saved for a while, so I'm finally getting to it, and I'm very excited. It's the golden digger wasp. It's also known as the golden sand digger. It gets its name from its golden spot on its head and thorax, as well as the fact that it digs. It's a pretty straightforward common name. In addition to the gold spot, the wasp is a reddish in color. It has some black spots, or oppositely, it's black with some reddish spots. You know, like a zebra. Is it white with black stripes or black with white stripes? Um, It can be found in Canada down through South America, basically spanning the whole Western Hemisphere. They're between half an inch and just over an inch long, and are solitary wasps with a pretty calm demeanor. They're thread-waisted wasps, meaning the connection between their abdomen and thorax is super thin, and they've been known to just hide rather than fight. Honestly, same. (laughs) The males lack stingers, but the females have them. The females also have a very small amount of venom, that's used to paralyze small insects as a food source for her larva. So here's what happens. The female wasp will dig tunnels into loose soil to prepare its nests. She can dig about six nests with three to 10 tunnels in each, and she makes sure to cover the entrance with dirt when she leaves. The female wasp then hunts for small insects, preferably in the longhorn grasshopper family. When she finds her prey, she'll paralyze it with her stinger and then hold the insect like into her mouth in her mandible between her mandible and her antenna and carry it back to her nest. So things like birds and lizards are on the lookout for this and we're hoping that you know by attacking her that she'll drop her prey and they'll get an easy snack. If she makes it back she'll put the bug in her tunnel head first, lay eggs on its back, and then seal the tunnel up. The process is repeated for all of her tunnels, 
and then she leaves. They're one of the only wasps that don't defend their nests. Now, this feels pretty straightforward, right? She goes out, she finds her snack, not her snack, her baby's snacks, and then she lays the eggs on them and then seals them up. When the eggs hatch, they'll eat the insect that they were laid on and then they'll emerge. Very straightforward, very common for a lot of our ground wasps. But <laughs> I guess I've never thought about the act of them getting their food into their tunnel. Can you imagine sitting out back, having your glass of wine or whatever, and then this wasp <laughs> is carrying like a katydid or a grasshopper, balanced basically between its jaws and its head, like on the front of it, just going back to its tunnel. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Like, the mental image is really funny. I, like I said, we've talked about this before. I've just never thought about how it happens and picturing it. I love it. Uh, they're most often found in sunny meadow-like areas, usually during the height of summer. If you have sandy soil, you'll probably have them. They prefer things like bee balm, goldenrod, and other similar flowers. They act as great pollinators and can actually improve soil conditions by aerating the dirt. Because they take care of plant pests without being aggressive to people, they're really great to have in your flower beds and gardens. We love a friendly, helpful wasp. I've never met one, but they sound wonderful. And honestly, that's true of a lot of ground-dwelling wasps. Many are known to be quite tame with people, choosing to flee rather than sting. Apparently, because they don't have a colony to defend, they have no real reason to fight us. Now, that's not to say that you should go out and pick fights with some wasps, but if you see a wasp and it's on the ground or, you know, sort of by itself, maybe just leave it alone. This does bring me back last week or two weeks ago when I was complaining about the wasps on my front door. Different type of wasps, so these did have a colony, um, a whole nest on my front door, so a little different. Those that have a colony to defend do defend it, and they were kind of aggressive. So, these are definitely different. And honestly, other than that, I couldn't find a lot else about these wasps. I found a couple of articles on, like, how to get rid of them, but because they are so helpful, I, I wouldn't recommend getting rid of them. Now, I can see, like, my sweet old dog loves chasing wasps. She loves it. She'll trot around the backyard chasing them. And every now and then she does catch one and she eats it and she makes a face because it's stinging her, but she keeps doing it. So I could see like if she was allergic to them being like, okay, these have to go because I mean, she's a geriatric dog. I'm not going to stop the few things that she finds joy in, but I am going to try to make it safer for her. So I would potentially get rid of the wasps. Really all you have to do is take care of their tunnels. I mean, they dig their little tunnels. They put a food source in it and then they lay eggs on the food source. If you knocked that out, you wouldn't have them anymore. You can also kill them just like normal wasps with a fly swatter. They make wasp spray and it's just like every other pesticide. It's not going to affect just the wasp, so I would be careful with that. And if you use a fly swatter to kill them, Odds are if a lizard or a frog comes across their dead body, they may still try to eat it, especially if food sources are scarce. So if you spray the wasps and a lizard eats it, I mean, the lizard could die or the bird could die. And 
yeah, losing one lizard or one bird isn't the end of the world, but at the end of the day, you're killing more things, and it's just really not good for our ecosystem. Um, so yeah, that's all I could really find on these guys. I am sorry for the shorter episode, but it is what it is. Uh, where I live, it is a holiday weekend, and I am uploading this kind of late because I've been celebrating, and yeah, it's going to be a short short episode week, and I'm hoping this week I can knock out a few more episodes to get ahead, because fingers crossed they call me and schedule my surgery this week, but we'll see. I'll keep you updated on that post as well. Thank you so much for learning with me today. I'll see you next week here on the Bug Plug Podcast. Mm-hmm.